0: you can leverage the power of gratitude to become more consistent at all the things and make being a consistent person really a core part of your identity. Welcome to Cowgirls Over Coffee, where we encourage and equip women to embrace the process and practice of tackling daily demands, actually executing on our plans, and taking action on the most audacious goals that we can come up with without sacrificing our peace and staying rooted in our purpose. These are conversations for doers, for those of us who refuse to settle for less than we absolutely know we are capable of achieving for women who are cultivating thriving homes and businesses side-by-side. I'm your host, Thea Larson. Grab a coffee and sit down. We have so much to talk about. Hey, welcome back to the Cowgirls Over Coffee podcast. This is going to be another quicker solo episode with just me where we're going to chat about some things, but I want to start off by saying I hope you've enjoyed the first three episodes that dropped as we did our big launch last week on Monday. We're so excited about, I am so excited about it. We are just having the best time with exploring, sharing more of our conversations outside of the membership that has really been where all of our efforts, my efforts and the team on Cowgirls Over Caffey, where our efforts had been. And so this podcast is like stepping back out and like broadening back out what we're just talking to everybody about. And it's been so much fun. So thank you for listening because like if you weren't listening, this whole thing would be pointless. So thanks for jumping in here at the very beginning with us. Also, happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you have some time this week to, well, one, have a really good meal. I know that's not what Thanksgiving is all about, but... I hope you get to have like a really delicious meal that you enjoy. And if you are the kind of person who likes cooking, I hope you got to cook something fun or come up with a new recipe or experiment with someone or something and share it with someone. So I do hope also that you have the opportunity this week to get in community with family or friends and just be with people who you love and feel loved by because that's at the heart of gratitude, right? And so Anyways, that's what this solo episode is about. So my first ever solo episode we chatted about last week was about just creating that consistency, right? The habit of consistency itself, because it's so important. Like everything we want to do, everything we want to achieve, it really, the underlying skill we need to have is being a consistent human, right? In all the things, that is what's going to close the gap between where we are and where we wanna be regardless of the goal, if that is with our parenting, with our business, with our home, with our health, whatever, right? So being as November tends to be a month we really are having gratitude and thankfulness top of mind, I thought it would be really fun to take a look at how we can leverage gratitude and having a gratitude practice to support our efforts at consistency and becoming consistent and more important, remaining consistent, sustaining that consistency. So yes, that's what this is all about. Welcome to another November discussion (laughs) around gratitude, but I hope this is a little different take and that you take something actionable away from it. And I know you feel like you have heard everything there is to hear about why you should have a gratitude practice or do gratitude journaling or all the things but i hope that this take and this sort of angle that we have on it is maybe something new that you haven't thought about or if you haven't given a lot of credence to the idea that gratitude could be that powerful um i hope i can change your mind about that today because gratitude is super powerful the Practice of having a sustained thought process and being in a place of gratitude and coming from a place of gratitude. And it's like a muscle that you exercise, right? So it's not just checking the box of being like, I wrote down my three things that I'm grateful for today. I'm grateful I woke up. I'm grateful for my home. That probably, I mean, I'm sure it's better than nothing, but I don't think that's going to have a huge impact. It's also not some sort of woo woo magic thing. Gratitude is not woo woo magic gratitude is actually based in neuroscience or the benefits of gratitude. Gratitude changes your brain. There's kind of four main ways. And there's been studies on this. Again, I am not going to cite all of the studies because one, I feel like the neuroscience part of things and like reading about our brain is just something I geek out on a little bit. So I have like my brain pings because I remember something. And then I will like, before I sat down to talk to you today, I like Googled a few things and brought up some few articles just to confirm that I hadn't like misremembered things. So that being said, I'm not going to cite everything because this is not really about the science and fact checking. (laughs) I'm sorry. If you want more of that DM us and maybe I can do a better job of that. Um, this is, my way of imperfect action, but you can Google the things that I talk about and I'm sure you will find the same things that I found. So, um, otherwise I will try and keep a little better track of things. And when I do, um, take these notes before I sit down to chat with you, I am trying to be better and I know I will get better with practice about, you know, citing things. But that being said, I was looking up like, how does gratitude change our brain? Because I feel like I've read so many books and listened to podcasts about this. But it's true. And the four things that I really came across that I thought were impactful when I thought about how we could leverage gratitude as a practice to change our brains and that would then support our efforts at consistency. So one, it is shown to reduce fear and anxiety by regulating our stress hormones. Okay. Two, a gratitude practice actually enhances your dopamine and serotonin. And those are the neurotransmitters that are responsible for quote unquote happiness it also uh fosters cognitive restructuring by evoking positive thinking and cognitive restructuring is essentially changing the way you think it's used um in cognitive behavioral therapy and it's really working to just change those thought patterns so it will also create new neural connections to your nucleus accumbens in your brain and that is basically considered the neural interface between motivation and action so cool if you are kind of geeking out about the brain science part of this, I really recommend going on YouTube. There is a channel called 2 Minute Neuroscience and that's where I was learning about this whole nucleus accumbens thing, which is very interesting if you want to delve further into that. So if you're like, "Okay, great Thea, uh gratitude changes my brain. How exactly does that apply to being a more consistent human being?" Thank you for asking. That's what we're here to talk about. So, We have established, hopefully, or I've given you a good overview and you can cement the establishment of the understanding that living in a place of thankfulness and gratitude intentionally will change your actual brain, right? So by doing that, those changes in our brain can support our efforts in consistency, being a consistent human, right? Closing the gap, everything I talked about just a couple of seconds ago. First of all, the less fear and anxiety part, really consider what is interrupting your efforts to be consistent. Whatever habits that you're trying to cultivate or routines you're trying to create, just the way you're trying to work through all of these things and be more consistent. Think about the fears and anxieties that are coming up for you, right? Like a lot of time it's fear and anxiety that is the bumper Between following through on something. So, if our brain is already working to mitigate fear and anxiety, lessen our thoughts of fear and anxiety, that's going to clear the path to executing on the habits that we want to create and then supporting our efforts at being consistent. Okay, also enhancing dopamine and serotonin. So, dopamine and serotonin, they're typically considered our happiness. So, our mood alone is a big factor in how consistent we are, right? So when we talk about dopamine and serotonin really quickly, I just want to hit on this because dopamine is what gives us the feelings of pleasure and satisfaction and motivation. And actually plays a major role in like memory, mood, uh, sleep, our learning and concentration and even our movement. And then on the flip side of that is the serotonin. And that essentially carries the messages between our brain and our body. And it does a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to like our brain and our gut processes. And that has a big impact on obviously our mood. And then it's also a precursor to melatonin. So better sleep cycles. So in that way, gratitude practice changes our brain by enhancing our dopamine and serotonin production means we are in a better mood, which makes it so much easier to be consistent, right? So You know, your mood is a huge factor in pretty much everything that you do and don't do, and the things that you want to do and don't want to do, right? So, obviously, big plus here. If we can improve our serotonin and our dopamine production, be in a better mood, it's going to again clear the path, make it a little easier, reduce the resistance on our efforts to be consistent. Then, the cognitive restructuring. So, your brain. We know it has that negativity bias, right? So the cognitive restructuring is changing those thought patterns. We have negative thought patterns. We're wanting to make them more positive. That's the cognitive behavioral therapy part. And so if we have more cognitive restructuring, we're mitigating a little bit of that negativity bias, right? So it's going to help us to process our thoughts in new ways where we're not letting our past negative experience continue to inform our future efforts. So, again, this is a thought pattern changing. So this is a lot of our stuff around limiting beliefs or you know just being negative in general, negative self-talk, rumination, those downward spirals of thoughts. If our brain is seeing cognitive restructuring from the positive thinking that is a part of our gratitude practice, then we we are not going to spiral into negative assumptions based on our past experiences that would inhibit our abilities to remain consistent. Again, less resistance, clearing the path for more consistency. Okay, finally, when we look at those new neural connections with the nucleus accumbens, so we're improving the reward part of our habit cycle. The habit cycle, if you've read Atomic Habits, and I will talk for days on this too, we definitely need to talk about this, not just with me. Like, we're gonna have group discussions about gratitude as well. Don't worry. This is not just like the Thea things about (laughs) all the things with Thea on gratitude. But when we're looking at the habit cycle of cue, reward, reaction, improving our connections in that nucleus accumbens so that we're quicker to feel that reward. Right is going to help us be more consistent because if our brain is now more primed to feel those rewards because of our improved connections to that area of our brain, the reward is going to feel quicker. We're going to be able to also have that reward, like it'll be more noticeable from the things. Like it's just like when you think about a blue car and then all of a sudden you see all the blue cars, the same thing is happening because we're creating these new neural connections from the gratitude the new neural connections are attaching to our nucleus accumbens. And sorry, there's lots of syllables here. So right, the more connections there are, the more opportunities for that to be an effective reward, like be more effective in feeling and noticing the reward part of the habits that we're wanting to cultivate. So again, consistency, right? Because we're feeling those rewards a little quicker. Okay. I know I took that a little deep and I hope that was not more confusing. I just wanted to give a quick 10,000 foot view. So at this point in our conversation, I hope that you now believe that gratitude is not some sort of woo-woo thing that people just talk about, you know, yay, good for you. Aren't you a positive person? Um, (laughs) it actually has demonstrable effects on your brain and the way your brain is changing the actual structure of your brain, which obviously then affects your behavior and thus affecting our behavior in a way that we want to cultivate more consistent actions, be consistent in the things that we are doing that are positive, right? And even being consistent in mitigating and ending negative, less supportive, habits and routines that we fall into, right? This consistency thing can be like, we can really pull it out again, such a big fan of focusing on the ability and skill of being consistent over just targeting a habit or a routine. Like if we really cultivate the practice of being consistent. And again, like I said, the skill of consistency, that's the underlying piece. So that's where we're at um, so far. I hope I, I, hope you're still with me. Um, let's talk a little bit then if we believe those things, those two things. Gratitude is super powerful. It changes our brain. It can then be leveraged for our consistency efforts, right? Let's go back to the top and say, okay, so what kind of gratitude practices should we look to cultivate or should we look to have in our life? which I know this is kind of meta and a little chicken, (laughs) the chicken or the egg kind of situation, because now we're going to try and develop a habit consistently that will support us in being consistent. But I kind of see this as, again, if you have read Atomic Habits or done any sort of like habit research or, or anything, you'll know like there's a habit stacking. And again, I feel like gratitude is a really good foundational habit that is going to carry us through being successful in other habits we want to develop, like consistency itself. That being said, gratitude practices or whatever we want to call them, like our routines and things around gratitude, they do not have to be complicated. I think this is what keeps us from doing a lot of the things that would move us forward is that we get it in our head. Like The same thing can be said of like morning routines or exercising or meal planning. We get in our heads about how complicated or how complete or how we have to do this like a hundred percent, like the correct way. And I'm always going to tell you, break it down to the smallest piece. If you are having a hard time, like doing the thing you want to do, whatever it is, like keep breaking it down to a smaller and smaller thing until you can do that one little piece like you've mastered it. Okay. So the same thing can be said of gratitude. This doesn't have to be where you have to sit down and light a candle and, have your diffuser going and like meditate and pray for 10 minutes and then write in your journal about 10 things that you're most grateful for. It doesn't have to be like that. If you have the time for that, and that is something that you're really wanting to focus on by all means, that would be so incredibly powerful if you were able to do that, but it doesn't have to be that complicated. So of course, three things a day, right? Like that's usually the thing. So let's start with. For our purposes, we want to write down three things that we're grateful for every day. And again, you know, writing things down, like actually writing them down. Again, I'm sorry for not citing. I feel like I'm going to have to like get rid of all this disclaimering, but um, it does work. Writing things down does work. Can we just accept that? Can we just like agree? Like, that's a premise of our conversations is that we know writing things down is the most effective way to process and cement them. For ourselves, however, it's not the only way and we don't have to write things down in order to benefit from journaling prompts, reflection and all those sorts of actions, right? Okay? All right. Thank you for giving me that. Um so you can also just think about these things. I think it's important to to make these more meaningful. Three things that happened within the past 24 hours. And you could create a daily practice where you think about the bigger things like the fact that you woke up this morning. I'm grateful I woke up this morning. I can feel air in my lungs. I can breathe easy. My body is free of aches and pains. My health is good. My mental clarity is there. I can smell fresh air. Like I think if you really, really focused in on that and really experienced and felt the gratitude of those bigger things, or there's a roof over my head, And I am warm and safe. And I know my home is feels comfortable to me and I can welcome my family here. I think if you think deeply on those things, they're effective. But if you're just jotting down, I woke up this morning, I'm grateful for my family. If you're just writing them down to check the box, it's not going to be that effective. Of course, it's more effective than doing nothing at all, but let's do what's most effective. So I personally like the idea of three things that happened in the last 24 hours. And I think that's really, really nice just because it keeps us focused on the little things and it keeps us like eye on the horizon, looking out during the day for the things that we can write about. And you can do this. You can write them down or think about them first thing when you wake up in the morning, the last thing before you go to sleep, when you sit down with a meal, or if you sit down to drink your morning coffee or your afternoon coffee or a snack. If you want to tie that in just your three things that you think about or you write them down, I think that's awesome. A bonus challenge I would say is if you look for those little moments throughout the day, like if you know you're going to have to come up with them, you're already going to be doing this a little bit, but on the other side of it, look for the tiniest moment, like challenge yourself to find the smallest thing in the day, like wake up in the morning and be like, okay, I'm going to find the smallest thing today that I can be grateful for. And it might be like, Ooh, I found 10 cents on the ground when I was walking. Or I noticed that the lady in front of me in line was super nice to the cashier. And that's just, that makes me feel good. I'm, I'm so grateful that I live in a town like that. Or maybe someone lets you in, in traffic in the line. So if you can like make it a game to find the smallest thing And it has to be genuine gratitude, like not trying to like turn a negative into a positive, but like what's the smallest little nice thing that you can find gratefulness for in your day? So that would be my other challenge for you. So that's just a couple of ways that you can build that gratitude practice. Again, it doesn't have to be super complicated, but building that practice into your day and you don't have to do it every day either, right? What if it's once a week? like it's every Monday or every Friday or every Sunday or whatever that is, like you mark it in your calendar and you make sure you do it once a week or heck, even once a month, okay? Obviously, the more often we do it, the more impacts it's going to have, but like just start where you're at with what you have the time and energy for, okay? So that being said, let's circle back, review just quickly because I know I tend to ramble But I hope that you feel like this is a conversation that we're having. That's my intent with this. You can leverage the power of gratitude to become more consistent at all the things and make being a consistent person really a core part of your identity. And that is because gratitude is incredibly powerful, not just because it's some nice thing, some Pollyanna practice, it actually is grounded in science. There are numerous backed research articles about how they have looked at how gratitude and different practices of gratitude have actually changed the makeup and the connections in our brain. And when our brain changes in ways that supports our mood, supports feeling rewarded, reduces our stress, when our brain changes in that way, it reduces the resistance we have And it mitigates those roadblocks to being consistent, regardless of our long-term goals, whether they are, again, I will say in parenting, in business, in your community actions, all of the things, wherever you're trying to create consistency, when you reduce the resistance, right? So you're not missing a time when you're trying to do a habit or an action then you're going to be able to up the chances of remaining consistent over a longer period of time. And so that is how we are leveraging gratitude to become more consistent and sustain our consistency into the future. That's all I've got for you. I just thought it was a great way to take another look. November, we're sitting here square in Thanksgiving. Maybe you can use some of this if you need some small talk later this week Um, If you need to change the subject, I highly recommend, you know, looking at look up that nucleus accumbens and just throw that out there. Because if you want to get out of a conversation that is about why you're not engaged or why you're not having kids yet or what you're doing with your life, if you (laughs) find yourself in one of those conversations, be like, hey, you know, with it being Thanksgiving, I think we should all come up with something we're grateful for from the last year, because I was listening to a podcast and she was saying how gratitude actually increases the neural connections that we have, the nucleus accumbens, which is about the action and motivation part of our brain. Um, you throw that out there, the end of conversation about anything you don't want to discuss. So I hope that is like a byproduct, a secondary way I have helped you this week. Anyways, thank you for just joining me for a few minutes or longer today. Whenever you're listening to this, hopefully before Thanksgiving, or you can use it in any other conversation, but I'm starting to ramble. Welcome to Cowgirls Over Coffee and being in community with Thea Larson. I ramble. Have a great, great rest of your week. If any of this gave you an idea, or if you have a specific gratitude practice or habit that you'd like to share, please screenshot this, tag us at Cowgirls Over Coffee or tag me at Thea Does The Things. And um, I want to hear about it because let's share all these ideas that we have. Otherwise, I will see you back here next week for another episode with not just me. It's not, it's not just going to be me. Let's talk to some other people. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. If you had any aha moments or some questions came up, please hit us up in your Instagram stories. Just take a screenshot, share that, tag us at Over Coffee, and let's keep this conversation going. Otherwise, we'll see you back here next week. And just thank you again. Go out and make it the best week ever.